Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Lobby Pool. I am your host, Samuel, Dr. Fidget Harsmer, and I am joined, as always, by Temporal. Temporal, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, it's, been, it's been rough at school, uh, lots of assignments, but we're getting through, and uh, it's been fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, since we last talked, how much Pokemon have you been uh, following along with? Um, I, I casted two rounds of the APAC Hattering this weekend. And nice. I forgot that uh, Steel resisted Dragon. So we're doing <laughs> okay. great. Awesome. That's Well, th- there was a time where it was the only thing that resisted Dragon. And then fairies existed and it became less useful. Steel's a weird one because they also changed a bunch of things that it used to resist that it doesn't anymore. Yeah, I think that's what like got me. But I was like, ah, this is what? Yeah, it's fine. Dialga isn't weak to Dragon, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, right. I I still get confused by Metagross sometimes, forgetting that it is weak to like Ghost and Dark now. Oh yeah. Um, but Metagross is not in this format. And, that is true. Um, yeah, uh, I was planning on going really hard before um, Oceana, and then I threw my back out like the week before Orlando, and just didn't play Pokemon for two weeks. Oh no, that's not good. Um, I hope you're doing better. Uh, I am. Sitting is the only thing that's hard at the moment, and oh, so aren't you, aren't um, you going someplace? <laughs> yeah, I've I've got 27 hours of travel ahead of me, so I'm I'm hoping it it's okay. Good luck. Um, it's been steady progress every day, so um, yeah, I am worried about the flight though. Yeah. Um, nice if you can stand up and walk around. Hopefully. Yes, yes. Um, I have an aisle seat, which usually I get the window because I just like to lay against the wall. But I don't know. The aisle's probably better if I need to stand repeatedly. Yeah, flights are fun. Yeah. On my flight back from Orlando, I actually saw the sunset, which was really cool. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, like I saw it go under, and I was like, "That's it was like red and went underneath the clouds," and I was like, "This is so cool." So that, that was, was that. Fun. Were you like facing the ocean, or was it facing the land? Um, I was facing west, right? Doesn't it set there? Um, yeah. but oh, I was okay. Yes. Yeah, I was facing uh, west, so like there was a lot of land because I was over Ohio. So. Right, right, right. It still looked real cool. I saw Joe posted like this cool, really, really cool uh, picture of a sunrise. It was like purple. I don't know. That was cool. Nice. Yeah. Okay, Our intro so, topic has uh, turned from sandwiches to uh, the sun, but I think that's cool too. The sun, <laughs> the sun is cool. Um, yeah, let's stick with that. We'll switch up the order on our little document here um, and just go right into Orlando results since you were there and we haven't talked about it yet. Um, I was there. Sun, not actually that big of a thing there. Yeah, no. Um, I I judged more of the juniors and seniors, so I wasn't able to see as much of the meta while I was there. Um, I really only did like the team checks for like the top cut. Um, but yeah, there was like no no sun. I don't. I'm scrolling through yeah. through this right uh, now. And I don't like, even know if I see a Torkoal. Um, it looks like 66 people total brought. Torkoal to the tournament out of the 800 players oh my there, gosh. and none of them made gut. So wow, that that is it, that is a lack of sun. Yeah, and considering it's one of the cool weathers for the paradox abilities, you'd think it'd be a little bit more useful. But yeah, for sure, just... I know we saw it constantly in the like the pre everything series. Yeah. Um. Before that weekend, like I had been noodling with some teams and I had come up with a cool thing that was at the time very under the radar um, with Gothitelle. And then I watched the stream for Orlando and I think there were only two stream matches that did not have a Gothitelle on them. Yeah, that's it's there's there's everywhere. I'm scrolling through this and I'm like, that's that's Gothitelle. That's a Gothitelle. Wow, that's another Gothitelle. Yeah. And then, so, it, you know, and then it won. <laughs> The, the weird thing is, um, between all of the divisions combined, only 44 people 
brought or like 45 people brought Gothitel to the entire tournament which was like less than 5% of the people there um, but if you look at the top 30 teams uh, 40% of them had Gothitel Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I didn't when cuz I was scrolling through the the top cut, right? And when you were like, "Oh yeah, only like like 40 Gothitel were brought." I was like, "What?" Cuz I only see Gothitel in this yes. top tier. Um it it looks like just about um a little over half of the people that brought Gothitel at least got points with it in Masters division. Um That's I don't know really how many cool. of those Goths were actually in other divisions that I don't um, have results for. I don't remember really team checking the Gothitelles, so maybe. <laughs> but yeah, there might have been like I, a few, I, but yeah, not. I don't think it was super prevalent. There's a lot of size spam, I think, in the younger divisions. So yeah, I mean, seeing it, I had mixed feelings because on the one hand, it means like yes, I read the meta correctly and came to the same conclusion as all these other top players but on the other hand oh no everybody knows about this now i can't just <laughs> run it for free at oceana yeah it's everywhere i wonder how that will like adjust like it's like oh you know gothitelle is kind of everywhere it's very very good and will it continue to dominate and be on every single team um will it you know phase off with something else because i mean you know in a way it's it's um a good way to beat it is with itself because you can just do the same thing that it's doing, right? You cause the same amount of pain to your opponent, so it kind of works out. Um, but like you can't trap other goths um, in, right? Right. So like so you can. So you you trap your opponent's other Pokemon and then you can switch out your own goth, right? And then do fake out shenanigans and heal Paul. So it's kind of similar. Yeah. It's a good Pokemon. It does a lot more things than just trapping. Um, sorry, if the dog is trying to readjust himself again, and he's <laughs> wearing a cone, so it's everyone's hurt. Oh no! Yeah. Okay. All right, you good? You good, puppy? Okay, he's sniffing the microphone. <laughs> I think he's okay. Our guest, our our, our co-host. Guest, um, guest. That's what it is. Guess, it's yes. a bit late. <laughs> okay, I think I think he wants to jump down, so I'm gonna set him down so he doesn't miss the jump with a cone. Right. Along with all of these Gothitelle, I see a lot of Great Tusk, which is really cool. Um, like it's a really cool looking Pokemon. I absolutely love it. I went and shiny hunted for it because I finally was able to like have a, like a breath of time to play the game, and there were so many of them. I love them. They're so cool. Um, they're really powerful. Um, I forget exactly its stats, but, like, I just see it everywhere, especially combined with Talonflame, I think. It's just, like, super fast mode, I'm going to click buttons and do damage. And it's really cool to see that uh, everywhere as well. Yeah. Um, fighting is a surprisingly good type. Like, I know ground is the main reason anyone would use it, but fighting, fighting also does a lot of cool stuff right now. Yeah, for sure. And there's, like, not as much as Intimidate. Like, there's, like, there's Arcanine. Like, there's definitely Arcanine everywhere. Yes. Um, but, like, other than just Arcanine, I don't really see a lot of Intimidate. So if you're kind of able to either, like, position that Arcanine, you know, out of the Arcanine. Or, well, I mean, you are a ground fighting type. So you're doing pretty well against Arcanine anyways unless you get burned, which isn't good. Yeah. Um, it It's one of those weird picks because, um, like... Fluttermane and Bundle are two of, if not the top two Pokemon in the format at the moment, and they both just completely crush Great Tusk. True. Yeah, I see on uh, Emilio's team, actually, uh, there was Great Tusk, and then there was also Bundle and Mistraven, uh, not Mistraven, and the Fluttermane, um, which is kind of funny. It's like, okay, I got a Great Tusk, but I can kill other Great Tusks with my other two Pokemon. Yeah. Really strong teams though. It's very, very offensive. Very lots of damage outputting. We still see a lot of Iron Hands, which is cool. Um, there was a lot yes. of Iron Hands, you know, before uh, I think over Henry's half the team, Hobbit. Um, he he had a really cool Iron Hands team. He did really well with in a few online events, and uh, then there was that that was kind of everywhere. 
But now I see, kind of see, like, it's either Iron Hands or Great Tusk, it kind of seems, at least on these top cut teams for Orlando. Yeah, I, I think just about all of the top cut teams had at least one of them. Um, but yeah, other things that overperformed, uh, it looks like not a lot of people brought Dundozo to the tournament, but it's another one where a bunch of them made it into top cut. Well, not a, a bunch compared to how many people actually brought it, which yeah. is another thing that like I thought was probably going to be better in series two than it was in series one. And then. They were Early on, level, everybody just like. kind of dropped Dendozo, and now it's coming back. So mm -hmm. It's so powerful, especially in those mirrors. Oh my gosh, online mirrors make me cry inside. <laughs> yes. Um, but then, let's see, we've got a handful of Pokemon that were very popular and then ended up doing almost nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, one of which was Roaring Moon, which was kind of everywhere. Uh, it's a little bit like Great Tusk in that it loses to both Fluttermane and Bundle. Um, but you get that not really a flying gem, flying gem acrobatics out of your booster energy. And terrestrializing, which is nice. But again, like a quarter of the people at Orlando brought it and only four of them made cut. So it was really underperforming based on how many people used it yeah well it looks like right right next to that is goldango as well um there's a lot of maybe to a lesser degree but goldango didn't seem to do as well as it was shown yeah um the the other one i had marked down was uh garganical uh where it looks like 16% of the people there brought it, and only two of them made top cut. So. Oh, wow. Um, nice to not have to see those mirrors on stream. <laughs> yeah, that that was one I was um, very, very worried about because it's one of those things where if you're not prepared for it, it can crush you. So if it's popular, um, it's also one of the things that takes forever when you're playing it. Um, so yeah. I I just didn't want to run into it over and over and over again. And considering how poorly it did, I'm guessing that I won't be seeing it everywhere anymore. <laughs> Hopefully I'm not. hoping at least. I know at least in some online events, there's still been some mirrors. So some people are still playing it. But I mean, you know, who knows if it's where it's at, you know. Because people are still bringing it, but it didn't do so great. Maybe because the mirrors knock each other out. I don't know. Uh, but I do yeah. see the slugs as well. Uh, I was wearing my slugs, the, the Gastrodons, of course, uh, all of Orlando, and a lot of people were like, oh, you know, Gastron just won me last match, which is really funny, but only one made top cut. <laughs> only one little slug. Yeah. Yeah. It, it. I haven't actually seen that many of them, um, but yeah, it does look like quite a few people brought it. Um, I'm not sure what they're doing. Yeah, I've not really seen it much, at least in teams or just kind of like maybe watching streams or anything, but it exists. Uh, I yeah. know Brute Bonnet does a lot of damage, like it's a very good grass type. Um, and of course, Masquerade still exists and, you know, so I don't uh, know, maybe that's why. Yeah. And like Bundle has Freeze Dry, which is just deletes it. Yeah, that too. Um, And yeah, it, it's one of those Pokemon that was always just like kind of bulky enough to be a bulky Pokemon in past formats and then the power creep just keeps going up and up and now mm -hmm. it's not actually all that bulky. Yeah and I mean it also lost Scald you know so it's like hey I'm right. not doing any damage not that I wasn't fast but you know you can't get that Scald burn and it can spam rest or whatever no not rest protect and lefties and all those fun things recover. That's that's, yes, the, that's the move. Recover, <laughs> like it still gets stockpile, so you can stockpile recover. But it, if you're not doing any damage back, eventually somebody's gonna crit you. Yeah, I don't even know what moves it. It what move it uh uses is it like chilling water or something. Now maybe either that or muddy water, like oh, fish for accuracy drops. Water. Probably that. And I guess like 
it still has earth power, right? They didn't remove yeah, that I'm again. Sure. That's one of those. <laughs> earth power is still kind of everywhere, so I'd, I'd assume it would. Um, so yeah, like having a ground type is good, but I think Tusk proved to be the superior ground type. Yeah, for sure. At least early on. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, because we've had some online events as well, right? So this was two weeks ago. I'm really this. These weeks have just been fl flying by. So yeah. Orlando was by the fourth, but t about like yeah, about two weeks ago. Or so um, it was Orlando. So we've had all of like this last weekend. We've had a bunch of online events, which has been really cool. We had. Um, we had the Rose Tower open, uh, we had uh, Nino's tour, those were both over 300 people each, and we also had the APAC Hatterene uh, this week, which is really cool, so um, we saw some fun metas there, let me check the meta games for these, so Fluttermane, Iron Hands, and Iron Bundle were still extremely um, prevalent in, in Rose Tower, and I'm assuming in Nino's as well, yeah, still Fluttermane, Iron Bundle, and Iron Hands for Nino's Not surprising. Event. Yeah, so those are just, like, there. Uh, actually, I think both were then Amoongus and Arcanine. Those were the top five in both of those, and it had 300 people. Um, over 50% for Fluttermane in both of them. And then Great Tusk is still doing all pretty well. Um, yeah, so still, these, you know, these Paradox Pokemon are still doing so great. And, of course, the Amoongus is our lovely support shroom uh, that will yeah. be with us for <laughs> probably forever. Um, I like it, though, so I'm okay with that. I like seeing it, you know? It, I go back and forth on it. I've never actually <laughs> used it on a team, but uh, like sometimes it just... It, it feels like it's maybe okay, and sometimes it's like, okay, that's just a free win. Um, definitely, I, I like uh, this room. Like, uh, it feels, yeah, it feels it happy. It seems okay right now. Yeah, it's definitely... I mean, it seems to be doing pretty well. It's still, you know, in the top cut of both of these events, um, Amoongus was top three. It, it was an iron bundle yeah. was still number one in terms of the top cut percentage i, I think that. that terra type with amoongus really helps it and then also sometimes hurts it mm. which which is what terra types it i'm not too into the terra type meta i'm not gonna lie since it's hard to like see that from um the glances that just kind of like the the metas i don't know what terra types yeah. amoongus runs Do i think know? most of them are water water okay it makes sense because you know fire um, yeah. Also, what else does it water help against? I don't know. Something. Uh, ice. Ah. Uh, although free freeze dry. Yeah, is still it's not against bundle. Good. Um. Yeah. But yeah, uh, a lot of times, I think I've seen dark on a handful of them, so it can't be like prankster taunted. Mm. Um. Oh, that's that's cool, because uh. Is that is that what is it for for Murkrow, right? I don't think Grimmsnarl really carries taunt unless it does. I could be wrong. I don't know. It learns it. So does Sableye. Oh right, Sableye. I've seen Sableye around a bit. Um, I don't know how popular it was. Everything else. Oh, I clicked the wrong button. Where did my stuff go? Um, Sableye. I swear I saw it. Some places. Where did it? Where did my Sableye go? We had two Sableye in. Uh, the APAC Hatterian, but I think both of them, both of them top cut. Oh, only one top cut, but it did a lot of work, I'm pretty sure, which is kind of cool. Um, I yeah. love Sableye, so. Yeah, I ran it at San, whatever, San Diego. San Diego. Let me see, yeah. how many Sableye were here? There were five Sableye in Nino's, and then there were... Four in. So, okay, so it's not super, super popular. I do love the Pokemon, though, so it'd be cool to see if that gets more um, showing. Though, of course, Murkrow and Grimmsnarl are pretty good Pokemon in terms of support, dark types, so it makes sense it might get a little outshine. But if it finds its spot, it finds its niche, like, it's a really good Pokemon. I know uh, right, right before the pandemic, um, some friends and I, we had this team, and it was like Sableye, um, Charizard, Venusaur stuff, and it was insane with Sableye on the team, so it's, it's a cool Pokemon. Ah. Yeah. Um, so you said Arcanine was the other one rounding out yes, the top five Arcanine most places. Yes, Arcanine is the dog, the Intimidate uh, dog. That, that's one that I always want to use, but it's one of those Pokemon where it has the exact right amount of bulk where if I try and use it, 
I'm still going to get deleted every time I throw it on the field. <laughs> but if somebody uses it against me, I just can't ever seem to take it down. Yeah, those some of those Pokemon are just so insane. I know, like, Mega Rayquaza in, like, 2019, I felt the exact same. I'm like, I can't use it, but I also can't play against it. What is going on? Arcanine definitely can be a Pokemon about that as well. Because it's just, like, it spreads or how it's used can be so, like, weird. But it's yeah. really good. You know, Intimidate, Will-O-Wisp. Um, I think it gets Helping Hand as well. And then, of course, Extreme and Speed. Snarl. Flip and... Snarl. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's the Incineroar that, you know, isn't here anymore, basically. Yeah, like, the open team sheet helps a little against it. But if you don't have the answers, you don't have the answers. So. Yeah, for sure. Like, if you don't have an answer to the Will-O-Wisp, you're like, oh, well, I guess I will get Will-O-Wisp unless they miss. Which, I mean, that's a, that's, that's a thing, but... Yeah, and it's just bulky enough that most things can't one-shot it, like, even with a super effective hit. And then they get Will-O-Wisped and Snarled in return, and it's like, aha, mm -hmm. the Arcanine did its job. So there's been a lot of King Gambit. At least, you know, that's kind of in the top, like, 10 of all of these tournaments and, like, top cut uh, placements is uh, King Gambit, yeah. you know, which does really well against Arcanine because, you know, Snarl, um, Intimidate, it's Defiant, right? So, while it's right. pretty slow and can take a large hit from Arcanine, it, it does it does get to benefit. Um, and then it just sure. gets Will-O-Wisped or Flare yeah, Blitz to death anyway. Yeah, unless you have your <laughs> to KO the Arcanine, maybe. Or your yeah. Iron Bundle <laughs> that all of these teams seem to have. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, Iron Bundle. Uh, that's that's a fun one. Um, I can't wait to see how the Hydro Pump misses on stream this weekend because that Pokemon just likes to miss. Like, yeah, uh, it's, I, it's... I know. Like, I, I've got an Iron Bundle on my team now. It's one of the things where I just, like, keep ending up with it on my teams. Um, and it's not the Hydro Pump that annoys me. It's how often Icy Wind misses. <laughs> that's fair. And you know, not having like that, you know, not having that 100% speed control can really be frustrating sometimes. Yeah, especially when you're like trying to double up on a flutter main and it's oh. like, oh, you missed the icy wind. And so and they still have their focus the sash and they're also still faster than the thing you were going to knock it out with. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad though, though, the like uh, flutter main and iron bundle look so cool. I know it's slightly a topic, but they're so cool. I love all of the paradoxes, and I'm very glad that they have such cool designs because I love watching everything. So yeah. that's a perk to these cool Pokemon. Yeah, so it's like lots of really fun Pokemon. Um, I guess you know not not too not too heavy of a or a shift from Orlando itself, really. Um, um, not as much Dondozo though um i've actually i've seen in all of these events really there's like you know oh. it, it kind of exists kind of doesn't i thought you know, it would go up mm -hmm. after orlando because it performed so well compared to how many people actually took it well wait so let's see in not i don't know how much it did even it, so one don dozo cut nino's tour okay and then even there were like 38 like joined in and then i think two cut rose tower um and there were like 37 of those so it didn't actually do as well in terms of top cut versus how many were playing so i'm curious if it's like going down so like it's still definitely a very good pokemon um and we'll definitely still be seeing it but maybe maybe it'll die down a little bit and you know we'll have more of the fluttermane iron bundle stuff and kind of like that big offensive stuff um going into ocsc though Maybe the increase in Gothitelle is scaring it off because you yeah, can't maybe. just switch in to get the boost whenever you want anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also, of course, like the Parish, right? Because you have Fluttermane nodes Parish. So if right. you're able to click the Parish song on the Dondozo, then as long as you can you know, get a Protect off and live, then it's going down in three turns. I mean, so. it's kind of hard to live with Fluttermane's base defense and well, HP. Well, Fluttermane won't live, but if you can, I mean, if you were able to play around it a little bit, you know, then, like, you can click the Paris song and then hopefully live with the rest of your Pokemon. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I guess it would depend on how you end up with this game state, but it is another win con against Dondozo, in a way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you'd have to, you definitely have to play it well. <laughs> um. Yeah. 
So going into OCOC, um, definitely, I mean, I'd expect a lot of these similar kind of things, though. Um, I think we've seen some more maybe size band pop up might be an interesting prediction. Um, really? Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, hmm. it definitely did kind of like, I mean, there's definitely still there, right? You've still have Amarouge and Ndidi everywhere. Like, there's definitely still in the top three. Um, in Rose Tower, you have here, and then uh, Ndidi Amarouge is still, you know, pretty. Yeah. Pretty well, Amarouge is the only thing that learns expanding for us now, so. Yeah. And especially against, like, Drake Great Tusk. You know, that's really good against Great Tusk. Arcanine doesn't sure. really love that. Um, I mean, you can click Snarl, but you're still doing a lot of damage to it. Uh, Fluttermane can do, you know, you can do pretty well against Fluttermane. Iron Bundle can only hit one Pokemon. So, you know, being the lead with that really strong Indeedy um, armor is you're just like, hey, these Pokemon who are kind of frail, they're really offensive. If I can click Follow Me and then just click Expanding Force one or two times, and like, I can do a lot of damage. Try and knock out these Pokemon before they can do damage to me. So. Yeah. I, th I think yeah. this definitely would be, you know, pretty solid. And it's only two Pokemon on your team as well, right? It's not like everything has to go around it. So it's a, it's, a, it's still very, very strong, for sure. True. And I guess there aren't a lot of dark types that are super popular at the moment. Like, we covered Roaring Moon, which I think is probably falling off. Um, I guess Brute Bonnet would be... Oh, um, King Gambit's the next big one. Yeah, King Gambit. There's definitely and a few like, dark types. Both King Gambit and Brute Bonnet don't like to take um, armor cannons. So yeah, that. having that fire is really nice. Um, and then, let's see, what's the other dark type? Grimmsnarl? Um, I think so. I guess Grimmsnarl yeah. could be a problem. Yeah, definitely having like, any dark. And, any, and of course, if you have any Terra darks, um, you're like, hey, I can maybe leave my double dark types and then try and stall out. I don't know. I think the sets on Grimstar are probably still screens. Screens are just really good. Um, and so they all kind of always are, especially against like this really offensive heavy format. You just have Fluttermane, Iron Bundle. Them not being able to take those one shots on you are really important to be able to even, you know, return KO on them and then hopefully get up with that Pokemon advantage and then be able to play around with that. For sure. Um, yeah. Let's see. For OCIC, um, I feel like that's one of the events that every year has such a different meta than everywhere else. Um, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the different time zone. They end up in their own little pocket meta. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's yeah, for like APAC that the APAC hat, um, or at least a solid amount where um, still like APAC, you know, uh, from there. Um, still a pretty similar time uh, not time my brain broke um pretty similar meta formed to the other two events but who knows okay. maybe you could definitely i mean I, there's definitely fun fun stuff out there yeah i am very much expecting to see like a bunch of pokemon that we have not covered just on just about every team just mm -hmm. plus there's also weird stuff always makes it into cut over there Oh, I'm sure. I'm excited this weekend, because um, it's, so, you'll be there, so you don't have to worry about time conversions, so, but, yes. for, also for here, at least in Eastern I worry a lot more about time conversions. I guess, yeah, you kind of do, but in terms of, like, being there, you aren't like, oh, when's the stream? Oh, it's, like, this time now. You're, like, it's, you're in Melbourne, right. so you're good. <laughs> but it's, I believe, um, I think, oh, gosh, is, is Melbourne... 16 hours i didn't double check so because australia has like a bunch of states right they have like five or six of them and each state is like a different like time kind of like us but like the north is like an hour and one of them does daylight savings the other doesn't and i get confused uh, i think melbourne is still australian east it might not be I'm gonna, uh, I should my phone that. is telling me it is a 19 hour difference from where yeah. i am um, in seattle so you're 19 hour difference so then okay so yeah Melbourne is australian eastern so that's cool um so that is so at least from eastern it's plus 16 hours so you kind of do plus four you know and then flip the day so um 
if round one starts around 9 to 10, then it should be, it'll be Thursday evening around hopefully 5 to 6. I don't know when the stream will start. And then we'll have all of the night to stay up and watch party. All of the fun things in Australia. Yes. Um, it should be a quicker event than Orlando, given there's only 348 people registered right now across all age divisions. Yes, I believe around around then. You're probably registered, so you, you have the yes, number. Yes, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so if there's like, you said 360? 348. Oh, currently. 348. But that, okay, okay. But that's all divisions combined. Yeah, and there's definitely a lot of the juniors and seniors because, you know, there's a lot who, well, there's you know, a pretty good scene there. Um, and then there's also all of the, the travel awards. So. Yes. Uh, probably um, be like 290 masters, maybe 300 or so. As of um, this recording, only 33 people have submitted a team sheet. <laughs> nice. I think it just opened. Oh, wait, no, what did it open? It, it opened last night. Oh, okay. I think Henry um, submitted I, a team. He, he I, He's like, I, I want to get this in. He's so stressed about it. Yeah, I submitted mine, and then I messaged a friend the, the screenshot of my submitted list and then shots of all my Pokemon. Like, just make sure I didn't screw up again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they gave me the okay, and then, like, ten minutes later, I found out I did screw up again. <laughs> no. Well, I'm glad that you found out before the yeah. event started. Yes, but now I'm just going to be paranoid the entire week um, that maybe I missed something else as well. I mean, like, yeah. Mm. It, yeah it's, it's weird. Fair. In Good the, luck. like, 12 years I played with written team sheets, I never messed anything up. And then I've done it, like, two or three times now with yeah, it's definitely online team sheets. adjustment in terms of the online online sheets. Yeah, it'll be so. What's interesting is the roster. Since we re, we're used to like the battle box lock and then check in from before before the written before the online team sheets, but now roster is determined based on the number of people who submit a team sheet, right? So there's no check in. It's not like oh, if I'm there in the morning, it's if someone submitted a team sheet, you're rostered in. Doesn't matter if you show up to the event. So if we get that, then I think that's eight rounds. Then. And then, no, nine rounds, because you said 300-ish. 348. 348. Um, so that's still nine rounds. Yeah. Well, well, and then you have to subtract the juniors and seniors. So. Right? So I think it's still nine rounds. And then it's and then it's day two Swiss, I believe, for our internationals and our regionals. <laughs> Heck yes. Where is my tournament handbook? I have this thing like bookmarked because I I look it up like every single uh, day. Yes. Oh, hmm. Scrolling, scrolling through scrolling. the. I had everything in. up except this. <laughs> One of these people has an unfortunate trainer name. Hmm. Uh, I'm scrolling through the live roster and I don't know. I I might talk to them about changing their trainer name. Are people's trainer names being fun? Uh, just, just, just one is a little, a little, uh, uh, not great. It's always fun. Yeah, uh, have your trainer name be good. Right. Please. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, I'm. I should probably think if I want to add nicknames to my Pokemon or not. Currently, I don't oh, have yes. any. yes. Nicknames are... Well, at least they're outlined in the rulebook as you can have them. Though I think we still turn them off for stream because we don't want anything to be risked. Oh, they can turn those off. Yep. That <laughs> would be incredibly helpful if they were always just turned off. Well, so I'm not entirely sure um, in terms of... So, at least for San Diego, we wanted everyone to turn it off. It wasn't, like, a requirement. You know, you weren't going to be penalized if your nickname wasn't turned off, but you would, you know, face penalty if then there was an issue with your nicknames. Um, but you, there is a switch that you can just show nicknames off Wait, in settings. Where? That That is, like, a super helpful thing everyone should know. <laughs> it is in settings, I believe. Um, there's just a, I think it's called show nicknames. There's just, there's just a switch right there. Okay. Great, because 
Yes, yeah, I do suggest it's... doing so, especially if you get distracted by nicknames. If you if you enjoy looking at them, then you can keep them on. But... Yeah, and also because of the funky camera, a lot of times yeah, Pokemon will switch breaking. in and out. And if you don't know the Pokemon by name, it's like, I'm going to sit here and wait 20 seconds to see what Pokemon they actually threw out. Yeah, exactly. So that's not fun. Or if there's a blue screen of death. Um, well, not of death, but of like, um, depress- of like, of, of unfortune. I think that's a better word. The blue screen of unfortune. Yeah. Um, not, 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 not wanting to figure out what the opposing uh, Pokemon is. <laughs> is probably good. <laughs> okay. And also trying to figure out what Pokemon I missed with an attack after it goes off. Yeah, it's... Yeah. I know in, like, online ladder, when there's, like, different languages, I'm like, I don't know what Pokemon it is, and I have to wait until the camera spans? What is this madness? Yeah, it's like, either give us static sprites back, or um, make the game work right. Yeah, I know Roaring Moon just absolutely, like, completely covers whatever Pokemon's next to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Um... But yeah, that's going to be a day two event. So how many people are going to make day two? And um, is it so all it's of it's the a little X2s? close to two seventy two twenty seven. So it should be yeah, it's so it's all X two, um, and or top thirty two, whichever amount is higher. Um, right. I think typically it's probably going to be about all of X two. Um, there might be one or two X and threes that make it. I don't know exact. I to find a new website for my swiss calculator um but it'll be pretty close okay to i think typical na nationals because ours last year was about this much and i think there were only two x3s that made it okay so it, it's on the like i think there's a chance to bubble in like i think it might depend on like you know plus or minus 10 people or something like that because um, it's yeah, it's kind of well, it's kind of lower to the the minimum that that seems a lot easier to or it's a lot less stress-inducing if it's the X2s get in than having to go X1. Yeah, we don't have to worry about that for regionals. We don't have to worry about any X and 2 bubbling for regionals anymore. Right, because they, great. they changed that right after Orlando. So I think Knoxville is going to be the first one where... Yes. So officially, the rules they said will update uh, in the quarter quarterly rules thingy or whatever they end up doing. So, so, the, so even if they had announced it before Orlando, it actually wasn't going to be implemented until um, Knoxville, anyways. Basically, right. um, so that's like literally like the Monday after OCSE is probably when they'll be updated. I'm not entirely sure within that week. Um, but yeah, it will be for Knoxville, uh, which is really great because we have like 700 players there. Like it's also an extremely large uh, regional event. So it's wow. nice. We don't have to worry about 10 rounds. It'll be nine rounds. And then, um, yeah, all of, all of X2 will make it. Given they don't adjust it, um, I'm sure it will basically, it will be the same as, as everything has been. But, you know, all of X2 will, should yeah, make so- cut in that case. <laughs> Someone pointed out at Orlando there were 10 X2s that did not make cut, and then the top four of the entire tournament were all people that went X2 on day one. Wow. Yeah, I know that's it's absolutely insane. But we have it changed, and that's that's good. Um, I feel I know, I think. So I've uh, you got 33rd at both events at X and 2. Yes, I saw. I saw Very that. unfortunate. So hopefully... He'll get in to Knoxville. Given he's going to Knoxville, <laughs> he will. Uh, he will not meet that fate again. Yeah. Hopefully, it's the bubble in at X three this time. Yeah, though if there's only if there's seven hundred, oh. there's, there's no definitely no X threes oh, that bubble yeah. in. <laughs> right, seven hundred. That's that's a lot different. Um. Yeah, that's a big regional. Yes. Oh, it's absolutely it's it's absolutely huge. I know in in USPA we had some issues with Orlando because we were like, oh, we won't need to we won't need to delay the week at all. And then we're like, wait, the like the entirety of our league is going to Orlando, so we might actually need to delay it a little bit. Um, and we're looking at a similar situation for Knoxville as well. 
possibly because it's like wait the entirety of the country again is going to knoxville so it's really cool to see that though like there's so many people it's like oh my gosh like it's like ah it's so cool and meeting everyone and it's it's been so much fun i i love it (laughs) yeah for sure especially since there's a bunch of people that came back after years away yeah for sure it's like both ends of the both on the spectrum right you have you know these um people who've been away for years um uh toller was that was at orlando i met toller uh yeah it was an interesting interaction for a bit because i was a little caught off guard because it wasn't like a proper introduction but i was like oh my this is so cool you know um and then we also have new players i've met so many people who are like this is my first in-person event and i'm like this is so cool like you know they, they started online or maybe they're just like oh this is cool pokemon and it just it's so cool to see the wide range of spectrum that we see all these players playing in and it, it's really great i love it so much yeah um let's see the last thing we have to talk about today uh the tcg uh championship point bar got lowered um from 500 points to 350 points that Um, is a lot that is a lot that um at the time that that happened there were uh, 150 players in north america that already qualified under the new bar yeah wow that's a that's a lot of players uh and they still have what over four months to play and get more people in yeah yeah i mean Um, it i i the let's see the last time they lowered the champ the cp bar was 2017 but it was for the seniors and juniors at least for the video game i'm not entirely sure if the training card game was also lowered um but i know that masters were not lowered for the video game in 2017 from that 500 point bar but now they did actually change it for the masters and for well for everyone to make it you know a lot more I don't say reasonable because like who knows but just a lot more people can make it now and have made it which is really cool to see a lot of people um you know going hopefully going to japan um because you know these regionals are huge right you have 1500 for tcg right right 1500 player regionals and you win this regional and you don't even get half of your invite which is a lot or well not a lot i guess in a way (laughs) it's kind of but so yeah, the the bars being high um i think the reason people were speculating at least initially for them being that high was because they wanted to control how many people were actually going to make it into worlds um mm-hmm. but lowering it by that much means that maybe that's not as big an issue as we initially thought yeah maybe um yeah, but maybe also more, you know they, they figured out or maybe you know a lot of people think it's um there's speculation in terms of locals at all, right? right? And I mean, you know, nothing's confirmed, nothing's, you know, there. We have no clue what this means. Uh, it could go either way. Um, but, you know, maybe it's like, oh, they maybe they had originally anticipated locals to be earlier. So like, oh, 500 is going to be fine. And then it's like, locals still currently aren't back yet. Maybe they had originally anticipated it to be earlier. Maybe they didn't. Who knows? That's a thing. Um, we don't know. Uh, we all hope for locals, but we uh, we still don't right. have word on it, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, the other curious thing is that this is only for TCG, um, even though they've had their full season, whereas uh, VGC started in January and also yeah. doesn't have locals announced mm-hmm. or anything yet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. was originally lowered by about four by about a hundred from four hundred to three hundred. So we they of course they did take that into consideration, uh, at least. Um and I think to some degree there's a chance that they adjusted it due to the massive, massive showing at regionals. Right? Because like while regionals currently are the only way to get championship points, um, there's a lot of TCG players that were, you know, upset that someone who had won, literally won two 1,200-plus person regionals didn't have their world's invite. And that seems kind of insane. So, you know, there's a chance that they're like, okay, these regionals are really, really high stakes. There's a lot of really phenomenal players, a lot of players. You have to play through nine... Nine rounds of Swiss day one, six rounds of Swiss the next day, and then plus a top eight on the top of that against so many people, right? Like, I think 
TCG's day two at, at Orlando was like literally two to three hundred people, which is enough. It's basically the same the same amount as an IC, right? Like that's absolutely yeah. insane. So I think there's a chance that um, you know instead of uh, having to figuring out adjusting, okay, how much should we try and do uh, variable CP per how many people are there? You know, instead of like trying to change the entire structure, they lower the CP bar because it's like okay. These players are doing real well, huge, huge turnout, phenomenal playing, and maybe they just, you know, weighed the worth of it a bit differently as well. Uh, maybe that's that's that might be another reason. There's so many reasons that yeah. we don't know. And uh, as far as prizing goes, uh, championship points don't cost them any money to produce. So there's <laughs> <True>. that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, we can just do this. I mean, there's this, there's technically the space in the venue. There's still always that, that, okay, how much do we want to be able to let in? Like you'd mentioned, like, oh, maybe they can add more people or something. Um, But yeah. Yeah. Really cool. There's a lot of, there's been a lot of changes, which is really cool. Um, I've seen a lot of new professors um, be accepted into the program. Um, I have to double check. I I haven't been able to completely double check if the, those professor apps are reopened in America. Um, those would be cool if they are. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on uh, in 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 the world of PPCI. It seems, which is really cool to see. I know sometimes you know we we kind of go literally literally months without any information, and it can be really frustrating. But seeing stuff you know happening, it it always feels good. Yeah. Um, so what. What do you think this means for video game? Do you think we're going to get a CP bar change? Do you think locals are actually going to be stalled for a while? Or is it all just going to be uh, full steam ahead for VGC with where we're at? There's there's a lot of variables, right? So, like, again, we don't particularly know the exact reason why the CP bar was lowered, right? So if, it, if, yeah. the, CP, if the CP bar was lowered for TCG because only because of locals, then there's a chance maybe ours would. Or maybe it's because, oh, we can fit more people, so maybe ours will. Right. Um, yeah, you know, so it, it really depends on the reasons. Ours not changing means those are probably not the issue? Yeah, or at least, like, that they weren't taken in consideration at the, at the moment because we also have... Um, um, uh, since we also ha- already had, like, a relatively lowered one anyways... So maybe like okay, we can we can look at VG in a little bit versus TCG right now is kind of not like on fire, but there was a lot of Twitter being yeah. like, hey, this is there's a lot of feedback that they really wanted. There's something needed to change. And yeah, the, um, they also had more months of looking at how many people were showing up to the regionals for TCG, whereas uh, they only had two VG regionals to see that. Oh, yeah, those are sure. also way up there mm-hmm. compared yeah, to where they nice, used to though, be. Yeah, what's nice though is is that. They they saw that and like hey they I'm 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 hoping they're potentially considering the day two um, format anyways uh, before San Diego but I know for sure you know it's like okay serious talks about this at San Diego and then it does take a while unfortunately with the TBCI does take a long time to get through things so uh, we are able to get that change which is cool and only two regional well I guess Liverpool also Liverpool also existed of course uh, through three right. regionals we were able to be like all right. It's 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 day two Swiss time. So, um, in terms of in terms of locals, um, there I know there's a lot of speculation about locals and like all the reasons why. Oh, why aren't there locals? Why haven't we heard anything? And there's just so many different variables, right? Like we don't know. I, I know to some degree um, that the local tournament software isn't completely up to standards. Um, I'm for some hoping that's not necessarily the reason why, because uh, I. You know, I think they should really be pushing out locals if if they have the chance to. Um, I think there's a chance because also the the timing in a way. Um, you don't really want to drop locals right at the beginning of the quarter, right? So because right now, if we, if for example, if locals had dropped at the beginning of February, then people have two weeks to grind locals now for the EUIC stipend. Correct. which that isn't great, right? So, you know, if, if you want to maybe time it, then the quarter, starting at each quarter would be good. So, for example, like, we're probably not going to get it, but if locals were to start the beginning, like, literally next Monday, 
then that would have been a pretty solid timing because now everyone has locals to grind for the NAIC stipend. At the same time, you don't have to, you know, rush to get them all, all going for people to get CP. Um, so maybe, you know, they're waiting for that. I know TCT players are speculating, hey, um, there's that new, there's the, they have the rotation happening. Uh, for, not like, I don't know if it's the first time, but at least in modern times, uh, this is the first time the rotation is happening like mid-season versus like right after Worlds. Because uh, usually it happens like right after Worlds. Um, so this this uh, rotation is, I need to double check exactly one, but I think it's about mid-March uh, with the new Scarlet and Violet sets. Um, and so we're like, oh, maybe they want to start like the TCG locals on like the new rotation. You know, it, it, okay, but, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I do think we have a little bit more to wait to kind of, you know, be able to survey the situation to kind of see, oh, will we really get any changes? Because um, we do have, like, four months still, which is a solid amount of time. Um, we'll have a lot of things happening in March. Like, I'm literally going to four events in a row in March. Um, wow. I am slightly concerned in terms of traveling, but it'll be fine, I'm sure, right? So they'll have lots of information and data then. Um, and maybe and we'll then, see something by EYC. Yeah, at the end of March is currently when Series 2 is scheduled to be not the official rule anymore. Um, ah, yes, that as well. And then we still don't know what the following series will be. I'm hoping it's not too different. Um yeah, I know there's just a lot of Just because I like, hate oh, throwing like... out all of the stuff yeah, I learned over the last after, month like, every single time. So many majors, because it'll be... Okay, so it's Vancouver, and then there's Urtrek, and then there's Charlotte, I think. Those are those two. So, a amount of majors in a row, you know, lots of probably online events happening, a lot of the meta, you know, it's really pun up. But what's always, you know, frustrating... In terms of, at least as an online TO as well. Sorry. I need some water. Um, is, when do we get the information about the series? How fast will it will the current one die off? When do people want to play the new one? Which is always ag. Because if we have Charlotte, then that's like literally like the, like the last week, right? Then people still want to play Series 2, but like other ones want to play it. And it's like, ah! So. Yeah. That'll be fun. Um. If, if if the pattern continues, then we should hear about what Series 3 is um, at the beginning of March. So, yeah. who so, knows? Big March. Um, hmm? Uh, but yeah, the I still just wish that we're, there was a ladder that had open team sheets so that I didn't have to try and schedule around all the online tournaments. Yeah, because my I schedule know is so a weird. lot of people... Yeah, I know a lot of people like just don't like laddering because it's no open team sheet. Yeah, like consistently. Yeah, I know. Showdown has an option, and I I don't know why they call that ladder VGC when it's really just the battle stadium ladder with an option for open team sheets. Like, if you're not going to make it the VGC rules, don't call it VGC. It's... Yeah, I know that. Like, it's. They don't want to split the community um, as yeah, much. Cause, but but cause just, need... just hmm? don't call it that then. Call it what it is. And yeah. if you're trying to bring people in for VGC, then maybe make it the VGC ladder instead of the Battle Stadium one. Yeah. Definitely a lot of fun format things. If only they just, you know, didn't change our series constantly. Yeah, that, that would also help. <laughs> that would also be nice, or... Although, I guess, don't they constantly change the, like, other showdown rules based on, like, they ban stuff all willy-nilly? Yeah, I think, I didn't, like, something I just get banned. I don't know. I don't pay I, attention to anything yeah, I've, in singles. I've <laughs> never played singles or, like, any of their made-up metagames. Like, I know people love them, and that's great for them, but it's, <laughs> one of the reasons I liked VGC was there weren't things changing all the time and now things are changing all <laughs> but, the time. Yeah, exactly. Your worst fear has come true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at least it's not bans. It's usually just, hey, we've added a bunch of new things. Yeah. Now it's kind of like, 
adding things. I wonder if they'll ever go back to like, I doubt so because I know it was, I'm sure it was just testing, but like the series six stuff. Um, I don't know. Cause they've done that on ladder in previous years too. Um, but it never actually made it to the VGC side of yeah. things because for a long time, um, the, there was GBU, and then there was Battle Spot, uh, and those ladders did not always match up with VGC. <laughs> no, they did not, especially when you try to practice for Worlds, cries yes. in 2016. And I'm or sure other like, Worlds as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was, that was a lot what of, I played. A lot of um, post-Worlds, uh, fall regionals things, where it's like, oh, they sunset this game online, but we're still using it for another three months in the official things yeah and i remember playing a lot of uh 2011 at like three in the morning on free battle uh <laughs> because that's when japan was on and so like maybe one in four games you'd fight somebody that was using a 2011 legal team and everything else was just national decks all the time no and that's kind of how it feels uh trying to use the showdown ladder right now where yeah, it's makes like sense. Eh, maybe one in every five people will open the team sheet but probably not yeah at least you know to some degree i mean there's definitely like the different levels of practice you know there's definitely i think like the, the, the armor rouge and dd stuff or something like Sci spam likes to have the closed team sheet so but maybe sometimes uh, it's like, okay, it's not too Anyone within Annihilate different. will hit the reject oh, team sheet button and then hit timer immediately. <laughs> nice. And, and so <laughs> I, like Pokemon. I, yeah, so I, I just don't use that. Like, I, I tried it for like three days. It's like, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's not necessarily enjoyable. Yeah, it, also I'm not learning anything. And yeah. Yeah, it's just building bad habits when you're mm. trying to constantly do guessing games instead of making reads based on information you already have yeah the leagues are trying to help with that a little bit in terms of the open sheets as well because you don't necessarily always have to do the oh you know have to schedule around this tournament now you can have the best of three um competitive game well it's only one best of three scheduled hopefully you practice with your teammates and then get some best of three open team sheet practice as well but yeah, there's not there's not as much we can do. We're trying trying to provide it, but it's yeah. it's definitely really hard. Yeah, ba basically, I just go into the one of the discords I'm in, and it's like, anybody want to just do a couple best of threes right now? And that's pretty much the only way I get practice now, which has its pros and cons because eventually they learn my team inside and out, and they have a new team every time, and it's. <laughs> also tricky um, yeah but yeah that's all i have for for now um i'm gonna have to edit this in a hurry so apologies if the audio is not quite up to standards um, i tried to be louder this time so hopefully it'll work out though i'm running out of water so my throat's a little dry now <laughs> okay um but yeah i i have to uh, go to work and then I will edit this and push it out and then maybe get a couple hours of sleep before flying to Australia sounds um, fun yeah um, but yes thank you so much for doing this um, is there anything yeah, no, you'd like to this. anything you'd like to plug before um, the next time um Loki the Pokemon Center because I love that place and I need to go on there and not spend my money but they so they had this like tweet earlier in the day and i have no clue what it is i just got like a push notification for it because i follow them and there's like okay. some whaler plush or something i don't know weird plug but yeah uh my twitter is temporal vgc though um that's twitter yeah <laughs> yeah um I, I started looking at twitter again and uh, i'm probably going to be off twitter for good very soon after a handful of things that is pushing me that I do not want to see. Um, but yeah, as of right now, I'm I'm still on there as Doctor Underscore Fidget. But yeah, I've, otherwise, if, if you need to get a hold of me, um, 
or anything about this podcast, you can uh, email at it or email us at um, lava pool or podcast at lava pool dot party. That's the email address, and lava pool dot party is the website. So, um, we love the party. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, uh, Australia this weekend. I am nervous and excited. Good luck. I'll be watching. Um, so, yes, until next time, I've been Sam. I've been Alyssa. And we'll see you next time on The Lava Pool.